Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. How goes it? And we are going to do a little... We had a cliffhanger last week. Ooh, we cliffhanger. We, <laughs> we left off... Uh, well, it's been a really... It's been a busy year on the Must Hear Music Podcast because we killed off the Natalie Weiner character. Yeah. Uh, and then we had a cliffhanger last week where we said we were going to talk about our favorite albums of the year so far... And now that Q1, which is uh, industry talk for the first three months of the year, is over. It's not industry talk. It's just the first quarter of the calendar year. No one says Q1 is not in an industry, though. Well, like business people do. Yeah, that's why I said industry. Oh, I see. I I thought you meant music music industry. industry. I just said industry. (laughs) Fair. I chose my words carefully. Um, Anyway, don't come for me. (laughs) Yeah, fairly Um, What was I? Oh, yeah. So now we are going to talk about our favorite albums of the year so far. Um, and we actually just posted a thing on Billboard.com of all of uh, like 27 yeah. staff picks of our favorite albums. So we're going to cover a little bit of the same territory, but also branch out and also explain our choices. And then also we are going to come for Lindsay on a couple of her, yeah. or specifically one of her choices. Yeah, I hear it's not a fan favorite, but <laughs> yeah. it's a my favorite. So. Um, but yeah, but we'll get to that later. So yet another tease. So. Ooh. Um, By the way, before we start, Nat- Natalie is fine. We actually didn't kill off Natalie. <laughs> no, Natalie is She's alive. She's thriving. Natalie's alive and well. She's at Bleacher Report. Um, she got to interview Russell Wilson, who's like her favorite human. So, so I think she's, life she's is She's doing good for really her. well, yeah. I just like pretending that when someone leaves the podcast that they get like killed off. What happened to me then? You got killed off and then Rose from the we Lazarus yeah. you. Yeah. Oh nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Comeback story. All right. Right. The comeback kid, Jason Lipschutz. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um All right, let's start with um well let's start with one of Lindsay's picks. Uh this is one I love as well. Khalid. Yes. The album American Teen. Uh let's uh let's talk about it. So let's do that. Um it's a really great album. His the single location is actually one of my least favorite songs off the album. Ooh. Yeah, curveball. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's the type of album for me where you can just play it through multiple times, and it sort of has a nice flow to it that way. Yeah, there's like a real kind of like story arc to it. Yeah. And Eighteen, I love. Right. There's another song I love that I forgot to write down the name of. Title track is so good. Title track is great. Yeah. Um, it's just like also like he is I think he's what 19 now yeah but he was like 17 when he started working on a lot of this and it's just like so like his voice and what he's talking about like really seems like very like mature like he's got a very like complete mental 
view. Mature, but at the same time, it's funny when you hear him talk about things like living at your parents' house and just like, you know, things that happen when you're 17 through 19. Right. Well, but you live at your parents' house, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, They put me in the basement. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, Yeah, this is just like one of those ones. I mean, I heard the singles and I was like, oh, these are good. And then I like was shocked like how like fully, I don't know. Like, the album is just, like, a real complete piece. Exactly, yeah. Well, what's cool for me was that uh, I was I was in L.A. for Grammy Week, and he did a showcase. This was a couple weeks before the album came out. And, you know, I figured, I, I honestly figured that it wouldn't get a lot of buzz just because it's Grammy Week. There are so many shows going on in L.A. And it was at the Roxy, and it was sold out. And people were screaming for this kid and holding up signs like he was a boy band member. Um, mm-hmm. and that's when really when like it, it was a good indication that you know he he's somebody to pay attention to and obviously the the I agree with you guys that the album really lived up to that just in terms of how inventive it is and and how he's all it, it you know it's a crowded lane that he's entering in terms of like R&B pop music mm-hmm. but he with his voice and and his songwriting I think really distinguishes himself yeah um, what's your favorite? So wait, so location's not your favorite. So what is your favorite on the album? Um, I think it's another sad love song. I think that's the title, right? Mm-hmm. That one gets stuck in my head often. And then coasting. Good one. Yeah, I think that probably would be my favorite. All right. What about you, Jason? Do you? Yeah, I like the title track. I think the title track is. My- I like location a lot. Um, just as like a single and a, mm-hmm. and a good like introduction to the album, but yeah, like American Teen. All right, well let's listen to a little bit of the album. I guess let's listen to American Teen. Then. Oh no, well let's go, let's go with Lindsay. It's Lindsay's pick. <laughs> well, she she picked Made location take it and over, then Jason. Wow, look at <laughs> me. Just for those listening, Lindsay, we before the podcast, I was like, well, let me know which song we should play in the podcast, and she oh. said location. But then she comes on the podcast and well, is like, I don't even like that song. No, I do like it, but compared to the rest of the song, it's not my favorite. But right, I think fine. it's a good entry point. Well, let's, let's, okay, okay, all right. well, let's let you, the listener at home, decide. Uh, so it's Khalid Location from American Teen, which is one of Lindsay's picks for Best Albums of the Year so far. And I, it's, I would, it's up there probably in my like, sure. top ten as well. And like Dan Rice, who also works at Billboard, stands for this one hard. So let's yes, listen to does. Location from Khalid. Take advantage, don't leave my heart damaged to understand that things go a little bit better when you plan it. Oh, so won't you send me your location? Let's focus on communicating, cause I just need a time and place to come through. All right, that was Khalid. Uh, Jason, which which lip shots pick do you want to talk lip about first? Well, I want to pick uh, one that I know Lindsay is a big fan of as well, which is Muna uh, yeah. about you. Great debut album. Uh, another another kind of artist that's that's entering a crowded lane of mm-hmm. of this kind of alternative pop and and uh, but Muna's a, a, a band on RCA Records. Um, and they just make really spectacular pop songs. Like it's it's hard to really go more in depth about it. I, I mean, they have songs that are about you know about love and and you know moving on from heartbreak and, and stuff like that. But their their voices are just really powerful. And 
I think that what I like about them the most is how their songs are arranged where you have a song like my, my favorite song is End of Desire and which we actually talked about on the Must Hear Music podcast I think a little we bit. did yeah this is this is a band that? we featured on the podcast before maybe a month or two ago yeah uh, and just how like that song like starts like in media ray like how it just goes Ooh, college term there <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, but it just go it just goes into that first verse with no intro and then you have like the single I know a place which is it kind of bubbles for 10 seconds and then just glides from there mm-hmm. and like loudspeakers another one that uh, the that build up at the end really always gets me I, I just think that they're doing things not in in the most genius way it's not like a groundbreaking album but there it's a very solid pop album that has parts to it that that are really interesting and experimental when you dig into it so muna they're great great live too brandon yeah. and Lindsay at, at the muna show yes we did see each other there <laughs> you um, sound disappointed <laughs> about that that's okay let's try and have a night out jason <laughs> um yeah they're great live and i think that they sound a little more rock live actually yeah. um with the guitars and the the way they do their production but you said the album itself isn't groundbreaking, but I do think like they're all inclusive message and what they stand for. And the sure. album itself is genderless, which I think is pretty cool of them to have done. It's a great point. Yeah. So I think in ways they are sort of a groundbreaking trio. Um, I have to eat that Jason. So yeah. I'll yeah. leave it at that. I stand, I stand corrected. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think I, you know, we, we talked about this in the podcast before and I, I like it. It was, it's one of those things where like, my first impression was like, oh, there's a lot of bands that already sound like this. But like, you're right. Like the yeah. songs and the, I guess like the builds in each of them, like are like I put it on and in the background, and you know, like sometimes stuff like that, you kind of just forget that it's on. But there were like several times listening to the album, I was like, wow, this is like very like well put together. Yeah, mm-hmm. like for it, for those who aren't familiar with Muna, um, imagine like Heim, but a little bit more synthesizer. That's yeah. kind of how mm-hmm. I would describe them. So. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, this is one of those things where it's like, do I need more of this in my life? Like, maybe not, yes. but whenever it's on, yes. if I'm listening to it, I'm, like, enjoying it very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so let's uh, listen to a little bit of that. Muna, about you. Uh, loudspeaker was the song. Yeah, that, Loudspeaker right? Rules, yeah. All right, Rules. All right. Rules, it's a great song. Let's do it. Uh, Muna, Loudspeaker. Right, that was Muna. Um, side note on Muna, I feel like I mean they've been getting good notices from you know the blogosphere, but like you walk into the Billboard office, if you like, if somehow like a person's existence was just confined to this office, you would think that Muna was like the biggest band, the biggest thing in the world. Like <laughs> basically, it's Muna like Drake and Muna is like the only thing you're going to hear about. Drake and Muna, the two biggest artists wow. on the planet. Yeah, I guess that's High fair. Praise. There's there's a lot of Muna love. People are. Over the Muna for this uh, band, I'm gonna run out and slam my head in the refrigerator. Um, all right, let's see one of my picks. Uh, Laura Marling, album Semper Femina. Uh, 
the song I'm picking is Noel, uh, but the whole album, I'm, I'm a fan of hers. I mean, it's like, if you're not familiar, she's on her sixth album. Um, but she's one of those artists you can really just like pick up any one of like start listening to any one of her albums like you uh, you know I wouldn't be like oh you have to like start at the beginning and work your way yeah. up um she is a really I, I would say I'm a huge Joni Mitchell fan like Joni Mitchell's in my like top 5 of all time blue is maybe my favorite album Ooh. um and she's there's that Joni Mitchell-esque thing where she's like got got a, a beautiful kind of tremulous voice she's very intricate uh, acoustic guitar picking uh, you know, uses like other orchestration very sparingly, but very gorgeously. Um, it's just one of those things where it's like, even if you're not really like honing in on her lyrics, like you listen to the music and you just like kind of feel like crying, but in like a beautifully cathartic way. Beautiful Slow motion cry. crying. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need a good, uh, good cry. Slow mo. Um, but yeah, I, I love, I think the new album is just like probably like as good as anything she's ever done. I'm not saying it's like her best, but it's just like, there's two songs in particular, Noel and The Valley that I just like mm. hone in on that I are like, like the valley. heartbreakers. Um, but what do you guys think about it? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge Laura Marling fan, uh, even though it's, it's kind of right up my alley. I, I will say I was listening to this album first before you, I was like, have you heard that new Laura Marling? You're like, no, not yet. I was like, oh, it's very Joe Core. I think you I called, called it, it Joe Core. Yeah. Yeah. Lynch Core. Lynch Core, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I, it's 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 definitely very pretty. Uh, I haven't really connected with it yet in, in a way that I keep returning to it. Um, but I, I, I've listened to it a couple times. We we had we featured her in Billboard magazine. Uh, I listened to it and and um, yeah, it's 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 very like you said intricate and and her she's always great. Like there mm-hmm. there's. I, my my thing with her is that I kind of wish she would strive a little bit outside her comfort zone sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I I like I I basically listen to every Laura Marling album, and I'm just like I'm always like oh yeah like that's yeah like what what would you say about this album is like something that like I can sink my teeth into or is it just you think like that steadiness factor? I think there's a steadiness. Yeah, I mean, I I, I guess I can hear what you're saying. <clears throat> um, but I think she's very kind of like Lucinda Williams, like is one of those artists, like each new album isn't really that different than the last. Yeah. But like, there's just such, there's something to be said for like a consistent catalog. There's someone who can like yeah. every whatever three years put out just like rock solid songs in the same vein. Um, but I hear what you're saying. Like there is an element where it's like, well, is this that different from the last album? Like short answer, not really, <laughs> but I think what works, and similarly, like, you could also be like, well, you know, like, singer-songwriter stuff, like, that we perfected that in the 70s, why do we need someone doing it in 2017? Um, and I would tend to agree with that, like, but I just think she's so good um, in terms of just her voice, is, her voice is special to begin with, yeah. um, but just the song construction and the intricacy of... Uh, how she puts like her guitar with the strings and everything it just it rises above and like to do something that's kind of an, a retro genre and then like you know i guess like muna like you need it just needs to be better than like yeah. 90% of what's out there cuz yeah. right. musically what you're doing isn't groundbreaking but if you're going to stand above the pack just be the best at it yeah. and i think that's what I, I i really don't to my reckoning there's like no one doing this better right now mm-hmm. the 70s like teary-eyed singer-songwriter thing so cool 
That's my take. One man's take. <laughs> uh, but what, what do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, I agree more with Jason on this. Um, I didn't love it. I used to be a huge fan of singer-songwriters and have sort of moved away from that just mm-hmm. because I think I do like want more. Yeah. And this album is just a little bit sleepy for me. That's fair. That being yeah. said, she does have a beautiful voice, and I could listen to it all the way through, but I probably wouldn't revisit it. Mm-hmm. And I actually haven't revisited it. Well, there we go. So point proven there. Um, all right. Well, we've got two against one, but uh, let's listen to a little bit of it. So Laura Marling from her sixth album, Semper Femina, which is, I think, I, I read this online. I didn't know this. Taken from a Virgil poem, apparently. Yes. Um, you say that like, you, you read no, that. No, and you were I, like, oh, of course, that's from a Virgil <laughs> Come poem. Come on. Yeah. How could you not know that? Um, anyways, the song is called Noel. Let's uh, listen to a little bit of that. Oh, Noel, you know me well And I didn't even show you the sky Fickle and changeable Semper Femina Ah, uh, all right. Let's do a Jason pick. Oh, let's bring it back to Jason. So this is uh, so it's Stormzy. Yeah, the album is very perhaps the most different from Laura Marling. <laughs> yeah, Stormzy sounds exactly like Laura Marling. <laughs> um, so UK grime artist uh, Stormzy yeah. song is Gang Signs and or the album is Gang Signs and Prayer. Song is Big for Your Boots, which is the single, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you you talk about why you like this before I uh, I give my man take. I just I just love this. I mean, I'm a, I'm a you know I'm not a huge grime guy. Uh, I w- I was more into like grime in college, and then I mm-hmm. got into like UK dubstep and and all that kind of stuff. And and now it's kind of more. <laughs> Joe, why are you? <laughs> what? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, what nothing. Do what, what do, do I got? Um. The, and this is a, a bad critical perspective, what I'm about to say. This is bad music criticism. <laughs> but I just, like, I don't know. Like, honestly, like, UK rappers, like, like okay, I lo- like, oh, Dizzy Rascal's yeah. first album, like, Boy in the Corner, I love. That's great. Yeah. But, like, there's something about just, like, a UK, with the British accent rapping, like, I really have a hard time taking it seriously. Wow. I get that. And Very it offensive. also, it is offensive. <laughs> and I would say in this case, like, I like Big for your boots. Like, his rapping is great. Like, just on, like, statistically whatever, like, scientific breakdown, like, he does a great job, great flow. But I would say musically, like, there's, like, this, like, faux, like, choral thing going on in the background. It's just, like... So good. Almost, like, like it's it's trying to be so serious and dark that it's just, like, kind of goofy to me. Like, oh, it's almost like, like a John Williams, like, duel of the face. Like, it's too much. Like, it's just... Oh, I'll take that. It's, yeah. like, so serious that I'm just like, all right, all right, come on. Well, that's the whole, so the whole thing back. about this album uh, is, is that there's songs like Big For Your Boots that are very, like... You know, they're very, like, uh, aggressive and jacked up and, and almost, like, you know chest thumping singles uh there's a couple of them there's a song called cold that's that's just awesome and it's just about how he's the coldest man in the whole world uh he's basically like the jack frost of hip-hop but uh there's you also mean, like very... jack frost with michael keaton of hip-hop <laughs> right he yeah he did pass away and come back as a snowman that is <laughs> stormzy's backstory that's awesome no. yeah uh no well anyway St- stormzy is uh to, I'm sorry, we, we kind of fast forwarded. Uh, he's a he's a new grime artist. Uh, he's really blowing up overseas. I think he's only like 23 or 24, and uh, this is his his first album. And 
yeah, I mean, Big For Your Boots is, is the big single, but there's and there's a lot of, like I said, like aggressive stuff on here that I really connect with, but he's also really good at like R&B and kind of slowing things down on this album. And he has a song with Kehlani that's that's beautiful. I, I did yeah, like that, that song. song. Is good. I will okay. 100 percent give you that. So you guys are yeah. more into like like affectionate uh, Stormzy cigarettes and Kush. Yeah, I like. I thought I did like that song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think like overall the the album's very balanced and and you you get kind of a good idea of who he is. Like there's some you know like hip hop like again like chest thumping like I said but there's also like he talks about how he was depressed and he talks mm. about how much he loves pop music and he talks about growing up and and like coming from a really hard background like I I, I get like a good idea of who this, this guy is immediately mm-hmm. from this album and honestly I would say like this is probably the album I've listened to the most so far this year. It's just really great front to back. I I the first time I listened to it was um I guess a couple month maybe like a month ago when we had a big snowstorm and I was shoveling to it and it actually mm-hmm. pumped me up while I was shoveling, which is cool. Uh, right back so, to Jack Frost. Yeah, right back. <laughs> wow, so many Full parallels. <laughs> so I was even though I was cold, I listened to cold. <laughs> And I, it warmed my heart. Anyway, uh, yeah, listen to Stormzy. What, what do you guys think? I'm somewhere in between. Like, I, I find him humorous, but I don't know why. But I can still listen to him and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So I don't hate it. I don't love it. Okay. But, yeah, I listen to it, and I guess it's, like, feel-good music because he does kind of make me laugh in a way, especially if I'm watching the music <laughs> video. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's a good album. Okay. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Uh, what did you think, Joe? I already said what I, I think. I think well, he hates it, maybe. I don't hate. No, I. <laughs> that sucks, I. Man. I uh, it's just I, like I said, I have a hard time with um, British, the British accent and rapping at the same time. And I guess also like stylistically, like grime just also isn't my thing. Um, but I, you know, like I said, I thought the flow on Big for Your Boots was incredible. Um, I did mm-hmm. like cigarettes and Kush. Yeah, um, I, like I think he's. Ta- I think he's talented. I think it's just one of those things where I have to be like, I have to admit, like this just doesn't. Like, I, there's something about me and my taste that like just okay. it's not going to work for this. But you were, a, you are a big Dizzy Rascal guy. I wouldn't say a big Dizzy Rascal. I would say I loved the first album. Did, were you at the my, show last year where he did it? I did. Full? I wasn't, and I really wanted to go, amazing, but I had a. He, he, he did the, the his first album last yeah. for those listening live. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Well, listen you to Stormzy. No, you can. Stormzy can. <laughs> you can. So, <laughs> gang signs and prayer. Listen to it. All right. Well, let's listen to Big for Your Boots. Uh, this is the Lip Shuts pick for best of the year so far. If mad as a family thing, straight family thing. Dumb and I broke no salary thing. Had a painting called Amy telling me to come round hers on a Valerie thing. Hashtag Murky Academy thing. Coming like art in the gallery thing. Dumb boy there wanna chat about bars, wanna chat about crud, but, but, but. You're getting way too big for your boots. You're never too big. For the boot, I got the big size toes on my feet. Your face ain't big for my boots. Kick up the you. I know that I kick up the you. Then why they try to suck the truth? Alright, that was Stormzy. Uh let's move on to another contentious British artist. Uh, Reagan Bone Man. The album is Human. Uh, and this is a Lindsay pick. Apparently so, an unpopular pick. Well, why don't you talk about talk about why you like Rag and Bone Man? I love his voice. It's so it's deep, raspy, and soulful, and he's like this big burly dude, but he sings like about very tender topics. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the two singles that hit big were the lead single Human and Skin, which I get why they hit big because they're more up tempo and they have a little bit more going on. But I actually find like 
um, I think it's called The Bitter End, and some of his slower songs that are pretty raw, let me tell you. I've, I've only heard the two singles. When he gets slow, does he get a little more sensual? or like? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to ask him. but I, I won't. But. <laughs> well, I'll ask him for you. If Please. you're listening, Rag and Bone Man, have you, we have it, to talk. Have you talked to Rag and Bone yet? I have not. Uh, all right. We're gonna, we have to change We've that. got the world's number one Rag and Bone fan on <laughs> yeah. this podcast, yeah. and it is Lindsay. It's me. Yeah, it is me. Um, but yeah, surprisingly, people that I've talked to around the office here don't share in my love. That's accurate. <laughs> Two um, of which are in this room. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on. Well, wait, so wait, so what, what really, like, what made you put it from I like it to, like, my pick for this? The fact that I actually picked it up off your desk. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So okay. thank you, Jason. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and I listened to it once. And then, like, the whole weekend, I kept, I actually listened to this and Khalid's album sort of, like, back and forth, like, through all the way. And I still do that. Um, I have a playlist with just their two albums in it. Nice. So, yeah. And I, they go really well together, I think. Because Khalid, they do something similar in terms of soul, but Khalid's just more pop. Mm-hmm. Rag and mm-hmm. Bone Man is more, like, southern gritty rock almost. I think, honestly, like, half the problem with Rag and Bone Man is his name. Like, honestly. Like, if if he just, like, released that album as, like, John Turner. I think his name is Rory Graham. That's a great name. Rory right? Graham Rory is a Rory good Graham. name, yeah. If I made that up, you should go by Rory Graham. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I think that's part of the problem is, like, oh, what are you listening to, Joe? Oh, uh, Rag and Bone Man. It sounds, it sounds like a... Horror movie, but anyway. <laughs> um, well, wait. So I'm, I'm also I want to call out your your blurb on Billboard.com Let's about talk this about album. The blurb. <laughs> Poor so <Lindsay>. this also <laughs> has, this has a, no, I'm not not a bad way. This also has a cosign from a very important person in your life, right? Oh yes, of course, Dad. If you're listening, <laughs> oh, this one's for you. Dad likes Dragon Bone Man. Yeah, rag my, and bone my dad, dad does this That's great awesome. rag and Bone Dad. He does this great <laughs> thing where when he's listening to a song on the radio that he loves, he like makes a point of pulling over to text me about it. So it happened with this song. It happened with Portugal the Man's new song. I feel it still. I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's usually Portugal how I dad. know Portugal yeah. the Dad. Yeah, oh, wow. that's usually how I know it's it's a good song. And he's a fan. I'm a fan by association. The Havens that's clan nice. is it's all on fan. the rag. And I can't. Bone I can't. I can't <laughs> criticize anything that connects you and your father musically. Right? Well, yeah. I so. can. And am I ever? <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> so let's hear it now, huh? Um, it just. I don't know. It doesn't. Uh, yeah, like well, the whole like. It's you're right. Like everything you said about it is right. Like he does have a good voice. It's just like so like I don't know, like white soul rock. It's just like lame to me. I can't I can't do it. I guess well, I understand that, but Yeah, what you're wrong. yeah, what honestly I was going to say. I actually did listen to it before before this. Uh and yeah, he does have a really good voice. I just don't like them like his style of music. Like, I think uh, the, the human song is pretty good. Skin I like had to like force myself to get through. What? It's like I don't know, it's just like, it was a little too, it was like gritty, but polished, and I was like, uh, it's just like trying to have it both ways, like, and have that can. that southern grit, but also like, clearly aim towards radio, and I'm like, uh, just don't, just, don't do uh, either, actually, well, like, I'm opting out. What's funny is, I always, uh, for a while, I mixed up human with that, uh, that Kaleo song, Kaleo, 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 Kaleo song, Way Down We Go. Oh, interesting, because I can see they, that. Because it's a very, like, they're very, like, meaty, like, and it's kind of like, yeah, similar man. vibe there. But, you know, yeah, it's just not, it's not 
not for me, but I uh, I respect I respect like I said anything that brings havens closer together. And and Absolutely. yeah, I will I will say like I honestly do think like he'll for sure be big in Britain. I think he already is big in Britain. He's huge, yeah. yeah. Um, but like I do I could see this breaking through in the U.S. Like you are right to like call this out. I could see this yeah, being popular. Love this song. Um, we're and like him having a like legit career. So yeah, I think so too. We're just snobs and haters is what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. Rag and Bone fans will win the day. Yeah. Um, but let's listen to a little bit of it. So let's listen to Skin, right? Was yeah, the one your you favorite to, song off the my album. My fave <laughs> song on the album. Uh, Reagan Bone Man Human Album. This is one of the singles, Skin. So far now it's hard to tell. Yeah, we came so close. It was almost love. It was almost love. It was almost love. When I heard that. All right, uh, last and not least is one of my picks. Uh, the artist is Gabriel Garzon Montana. The album is called Jardine. Uh, the song I wanted to hone in on is Sour Mango. Um, the whole album, to me, though, is a, is a really just, like, interesting, um, like, genre. Like, it's, it's just almost like a genre. F- I guess if you had to, like, say, like, you know, like, force a label on it, I would tell someone it's, like, kind of, like, psychedelic soulful R&B but yeah. like they really like it touches on so many things like it's clear I, I don't know this guy I've never interviewed him but it's just it's clear to me that he's like drawing on just like everything from like hip hop yeah. to jazz to rock to soul like he, he see, I would imagine that his record collection is massive um, mm-hmm. and it just kind of like all like stews together in like a, a gumbo and then comes out in this very like um, intricately constructed like stylistically diverse album um, I love Sour Mango. It's got these like cool staccato hand claps. It's got these like kind of like halting woozy strings. It's just every every song is very has a lot of strange choices for the instruments, which I appreciate. Like, you know, he'll he'll take his hook and then he'll like do something weird with it, basically. Yeah. Um, which makes for me that means I can like listen to it over and over and not get sick of it. So um, it's just a very like different. It's just one of those things that just kind of comes out of nowhere. I mean, he originally got famous because Drake. Uh, it's, I think sampled or interplayed one of his songs for Jungle, um, but you know I don't want to like pigeonhole him as like a Drake related person because yeah. he's really just a unique um, artist and just a, kind of one of those people. I'm like I just I'm excited to see what happens next. Yeah, me too. Just because on this album he did put so much out there, so I think it's interesting to see if he'll pick a lane going forward or if he'll just do more of everything. Right. Yeah. I think he does a good job at everything. I think so too. Yeah. Actually, I totally missed this album until you brought it up. So I'm happy yeah. you did because it is—it's yeah, really good. Same. Snapping. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's very pleasant and and like very bright and warm on this like cold rainy day. I was right. listening to it. I was like, yeah, it's getting a better frame of mind. Yeah. Getting ready for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's. No, you really connected with that. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you guys liked it. Uh, <laughs> after that drubbing Laura Marling took just uh, 10 yeah. minutes ago. Get out yeah. of here. No. <laughs> <laughs> glad you brought me back in. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I just, and his voice is, is just kind of this, uh, it's, it's great soulful voice, but also this kind of like fragility to it. Um, uh, all music had a really good review of this album where they said it's like he, and this is a weird description, but they made it like, they were like, he sings, like he's like looking into the sun and squinting. 
And it was like, that's a very odd description, but, but is 100% accurate yeah. Yeah, yeah, it makes for this. Sense. I like that. Um, I like it too. So thanks, all music. Um, anyways, let's listen to uh, Sour Mango. So I, if I did from the album, I would say if you're, if you're curious, check out Sour Mango and Fruit Flies. Those are my two faves, but let's listen to Sour Mango now. Okay, so that was uh, Gabrielle Garzon Montana. The album is Jardine, and that's all we got. Um, but if you're curious about more picks that Billboard staffers have made for uh, best albums of the year so far, uh, we did a 27 album gallery on Billboard.com. 27, wow. Um, that's a lot of albums. It's a lot of albums. And I mean, and that runs for a everything. Quarter of the year. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's, I'm actually glad we did this because I feel like we were kind of talking about this the other day, weren't we? Like, it, it's just so easy. There's so much music out there, and yeah. it's really easy, at least for me, to yeah. feel like I get left behind. Like, at the end of the year, I'm like looking at these like best of lists, and I'm like, Jesus, like, I was, I meant you to listen to that so album much. 10 months ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, having a like little quarterly check in is kind of nice to, like, you know, force yourself to, like, Keep up on Catch these up. things. Keep tabs on this new music. Love it. Um, but yeah, and, and the list on .com is everything from like Drake and Ed Sheeran, the big names to some of the like up and comers, like we've talked about on this podcast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check it out and tweet us your favorite albums or songs of the year so far, please. And next week we'll be back to just a regular old podcast. You know what next week is, my man? What? Oh yes. We're talking about some Harry Styles. Oh yeah, that'll be exciting. We get to talk about new Harry Styles, and I also did an interview with Jaysum, who is an awesome indie band, uh, the lead singer of that. I talked to her, so we'll have her interview too. So we're gonna end this podcast with yet another tease. So (laughs) better tuned. Also, so yeah, that Harry Styles. It's called Sign of the Times. Like, doesn't he know there's a Prince song? Like, what is he? What is he doing? I'm sure he does know know that. I guess we'll talk about that next week. We'll figure this out next week. Um, But anyways, thank you so much for listening. Uh, tweet any and all of us your picks for this year thus far and we'll catch you next week bye see ya it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.